Stop copying the Joneses next door or the Joneses across the street or the Joneses at the workplace. In this article, I will share tips and knowledge to help you spend more mindfully so you are spending on what matters most to you and not spending to copy anyone else's life, but spending to create your dream life. Are you ready to master your finances and live your best life? Welcome to the Live Financially Well podcast. This is the audio version of the Frugal Blog with your hosts, Jason Vitug. Let's start reading. They look fancy, but it's time to stop keeping up with the Joneses. Some of us have been guilty of this, keeping up with the Joneses, the Smiths, the Clarks, or any other family who seem to have it together on your block. In some cases, we're trying to keep up with the Kardashians. I'm not quite sure if that's still a thing, but they do have a lavish family lifestyle that's shared in every possible media channel. You may not be the jealous type per se, but if you work hard and earn decent money, but can't seem to get ahead, you might wonder, what am I doing wrong? How are they affording those bigger homes and taking vacations? And you might be wondering why they can drive fancier cars. In my first published book, You Only Live Once, I wrote, keeping up with the Joneses is trying to live someone else's life instead of spending your money building the life of your dreams. When you do a self-evaluation and a review of your money habits, one of the best ways is to look at your personal finances and see if you're on track and improve your money situations where you can. Maybe the people living a seemingly good life are making smarter decisions with their money, and you might be able to learn a thing or two from these people, but oftentimes it's the complete opposite, and the good life, air quotes, that the Joneses enjoy is nothing short of a facade. There is a mental reason why we spend the way we do, and it's worth reading or listening to the podcast episode psychology of spending to further understand our impulses but for now let me share five reasons why you should stop keeping up with the joneses number one the joneses might be up to their eyeballs in debt the people across the street might be the financial envy of everyone on the block no matter how bad the economy becomes they always land on their feet However, before you praise them for beating the odds, there's a good chance that your financial role models are up to their eyeballs in debt. According to a 2019 statistics regarding American household credit card debt, the average household with at least one credit card has an outstanding balance of $16,883. The people who live across the street or next door to you could belong to this group of swipe-happy Americans. It's not that they're earning significantly more than you or that they're making smarter decisions with their money. Rather, they could be choosing to finance their lavish lifestyle and give the illusion that they're doing exceptionally well. Here's a pro tip. Are you like these indebted Joneses? Start considering consolidation of your credit card balances and follow a debt repayment plan to get rid of debt forever. Number two. Big home and house broke. Some people don't understand the concept of living below their means. If they have the income to afford something, they're buying it without any thought or consideration to disposable income. 
The truth of the matter is, some of the people you admire are housed poor. The phrase refers to those who spend much of their income on house payments and have very little money left for anything else. It can be nice going home to a big fancy house, but stressing about affording the other necessities of living can make your home feel like a financial prison. Ideally, house payments should be no more than 28%, 30% with an FHA home loan. That's of your gross income. Yet some people have rent or mortgage payments as high as 40%. They're able to live in a nice, beautiful home, but they might struggle to pay other expenses, such as the energy bill and insurances. Here's a pro tip. Make extra money to pay down your mortgage or refinance for lower payments. You might also want to think of downsizing. Find ways to make extra money by selling your stuff or by selling your skill and or your space. Number three, stop keeping up with the Joneses because they may have an empty savings account. Unfortunately, when your house poor, there's often zero disposable income for building a cash reserve. Financial experts and those who write for Frugal have always preached the importance of paying yourself first. Some even recommend 20% and living off 80%. With this 20%, 10% can go to an emergency fund and the other 10% into a retirement account. But if all your money goes to your house payment and there's barely enough money to put gas in your car or food in the refrigerator, saving is probably a far-off idea. According to a 2019 Federal Reserve study, approximately 44% of Americans don't have $400 to cover an emergency expense. And they would borrow or sell something to make the money. Over 44 million people don't have emergency savings at all. So, if the neighbors across the street have a big home and luxury cars, but no cash in a savings account, consider yourself fortunate and richer if you have a nest egg. So, here's a pro tip. Start saving money into an emergency fund each payday. Have a goal of six months of living expenses. Consider... First, creating a $1,000 rainy day fund. While emergency funds help you cover living expenses during periods of unemployment and underemployment, a rainy day fund can help you weather the unexpected expenses, things like a flat tire, a medical bill, or an HVAC repair. You can also open up a high-yield online savings account to earn a little bit more on these funds. Number four, well, these Joneses might be keeping up with their own set of Joneses. Keeping up with the Joneses is a vicious cycle that never ends. Here's the thing. The same way you're trying to keep up with the people across the street, this same family might be trying to keep up with another family themselves. Basically, as you try to keep up with your Joneses, they're constantly trying to acquire things at the same level as their Joneses. You're both running the very same race and no one wins. Instead of worrying about other people and their money, you only need to be concerned with your income and improving your own personal finances. If you allow other people to control how you spend your money, you're never going to get ahead and you're never going to reach your financial goals. Remember, everyone has a struggle. Even if the Joneses' struggle isn't financial, it could be other issues, such as health problems or employment issues, family issues. They might be a step ahead in the money department, 
but you may have other joys they haven't experienced. Here's a pro tip. Create a vision for your life and set financial goals that align with your values. Having a clear vision for your life and being clear about the things you value can help you from making purchases or trying to copy others who don't necessarily share the same values or vision for the life you want to live. And finally, number five of why you should stop keeping up with the Joneses, because consuming doesn't bring real happiness. Research has long proved that overconsumption doesn't bring happiness, and if you're working harder to get what everyone else has, This isn't going to bring true happiness or satisfaction. If anything, the determination to keep up adds to your financial worries. I know this firsthand. So if you think you're stressed now because you're feeling like the loser on the block, imagine how you feel once you've maxed out your credit cards because you're financing furniture, clothes, home improvements, and vacations just to give the impression that you're on the same level as others. Additionally, if you were to lose your job or have an emergency, think of the stress you'll experience from not having enough in your emergency savings because you decided to use it on something else. You want to make sure you maintain a healthy amount of cash in your emergency fund and also enough for you to spend on anything you want. Here's a final pro tip. Spend on what matters most to you. Take time to clarify your values and spend accordingly. You work way too hard to spend money just to impress others while stressing yourself out. I want you to learn how to spend more mindfully. So, in conclusion, if you're looking for a financial role model, look to those who spend their money wisely. These people may not live in the biggest houses, drive the nicest cars, or take the most exotic vacations. Rather, they have zero debt or very limited debt, and they have an emergency savings and a rainy day fund. Most importantly, they're content with what they have and how much they earn, and they don't feel the need to keep up with anyone. Thank you so much. You have just listened to... Stop keeping up with the Joneses and how to live your best life. I am Jason Vita, the author of the article and your host here for Live Financially Well. I do want to thank you for joining me on this episode. And this is important because when we're thinking about living financially well, we want to make sure that we are spending our money on the things that are most important to us. But also understanding that there are influences outside of ourselves outside of our family, outside of our homes that impact our spending habits. And it is human nature. If you have listened to the psychology of spending, you understand that we are social creatures. And part of being a social creature means that we spend things just to look a certain way for other people. And we are also living in a world where marketing dictates what we believe is valuable. But knowing these two things can help us make better decisions because at the end of the day, I really want you to live your best life. 
And living your best life means not trying to copy the life of anyone else. Now, you can try to emulate, you can try to copy the positive things that make you feel better about yourself. And chances are those things that make you feel better about yourself doesn't cost a lot of money. And those things that make you feel better about yourself doesn't mean you're going to deplete all the money that you've earned or not contribute to any of your actual desired financial goals. One last note. Many people have done a really good job in keep not keeping up with the Joneses, but I want you to be mindful about socializing with the highlights. Socializing with the highlights is everything that we see on social media, believing that people have it all together, that their finances are on point, that their life must be better than our life, and we then desire to have what they have. And understanding that the highlights are just the people across the street or next door, the highlights are in our homes. The highlights know what we're thinking and using algorithms and artificial intelligence to sway us to believe a certain way and then change our habits to start spending a specific way. And be mindful of that because it is quite insidious. And I have fallen prey, fallen prey in terms of believing my self-worth is based on what social media is showing me and also being more mindful in the things and the conversations and the things that I post because they do influence other people. And I'm here to say that social media is part of our world and the highlights are here to stay indefinitely. But uh, being mindful of the Joneses, being mindful of the highlights can help you make better decisions. And at the end of the day, to live financially well, we just need to be a bit more aware, aware of the influences so we are not as susceptible and we're not unconsciously spending and all that good thing. Again, thank you so much. If you are new to this podcast, I ask that you subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast or to listen to your favorite podcast. And share, share your favorite episodes and comment and review wherever you can review this podcast. And I am learning so much. I'm learning so much on what's working, what's not working. So I do thank you for giving me feedback and letting me know what's what's interesting. And I know a lot of you are telling me you like this really more off-the-cuff conversations, but you really do enjoy the structure of the articles and and maybe you want me to interview some really cool people. So I'm thinking about all that stuff. But with that said, uh, connect with me on social media. Find me on frugal.com. That's P-H-R-O-O-G-A-L.com. We're constantly updating the website with new articles and new resources. So definitely that is your go-to for financial wellness. With that said, I'm Jason signing out. See you next episode. Peace.